You are now listening to another episode of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily with your host, Anthony Cass Clark. This is a daily podcast documenting the thoughts of the everyday entrepreneur. Let's get into it. All right. Good people of the world. What is up? It's your Anthony Cass Clark, and I'm back with another edition of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, check it out. I'm here with another episode. Uh, I want to talk about something that, <laughs> that I've gone through, right, as an entrepreneur. And I, I feel like a lot of us have gone through, will go through it, or simply going through it. Um, and that's playing the quantity game over the quality game. So you say, Cass, what do you mean? Do a deep dive. All right, here's my deep dive. It'll be a short deep dive, I promise. But let's talk about quantity, quality over quantity, right? So for a long time, I played the quantity game. I thought that the harder I worked, the more clients I had, the more successful I would be. Boy, 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 was I wrong, right? At one point in time, our agency was stacked. Uh, I don't know. I mean, stacked. Our roster was stacked with client after client after client after client. So much so um, that our team couldn't even handle all of the requests, all of the service needs that were needed for these various clients. And so, um, you know, I, I initially I felt good, right? You go on your invoice system, you look at all those names. And you're like, ooh, look at all these names in our, in our system, right? We're working. Then you look at your bank account, and you're like, hmm, why? I, I, I look like I'm making money. I see the deposits. But why don't I have any money in my pockets? Why do I feel broke every single time I pay payroll? What's going on, right? And it wasn't until I hit rock bottom uh, where literally... We like our 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 profit margin was like non-existent. Like right? we were paying more to service our clients than our clients were paying us. Uh, right? It's almost like we weren't even business. <laughs> we were paying our clients to be our clients. <laughs> like literally having meetings, uh, producing content, managing social media, launching ads. All those things were costing us more money to execute on than they were paying us per month. It's almost like you go to the grocery store and you're paying, you know, say the, the piece of chicken costs $5 for the farmer to produce it, right? From birth to the point where it's in the store, $5. And you come in and pay the farmer two fifty. He just lost. Now, he actually didn't lose two fifty. He lost the whole thing. <laughs> he didn't make any money, right? He didn't make any money. He made negative on the actual cost. So, on actual process of raising that chicken. And the same thing we were doing, right? I'm paying my team to execute on services and deliver services, but yet we're not making any money. So, it wasn't until I hit rock bottom, I hired an accountant, my good friend Danny. Shout out to Danny. And Danny and I sat down and did some long talks, some long calculations on why it was so that our numbers were so. And it, through a lot of digging, uh, we figured out, okay, well, we're paying too much to execute our services. Well, no, 
let me let me not say that we're not paying too much to extra services we're charging too little we have so many clients that are paying us so little that we're not making any so fast forward to uh today nowadays we have a lot less clients that are paying us a lot more <laughs> so we're executing the same amount of service uh, but making a lot more money, right? And since we're making more money, we can actually execute, execute <clears throat> I need water. I said, I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> we can actually execute better and give more services because they're paying us more money, right? And so we have less clients than ever before, but we're in a better place than we've ever been in in our entire career or life as an agency, right? So if you're out there and you're playing the quantity game, I need more clients, I need more clients, I need more clients, I need more sales, I need more sales, I need more sales, I need you to take a look at what are you offering? Is your offer correct, right? Is your offer correct and have it, has it been priced correctly? Uh, we spoke a little bit about this on, um, on the podcast with Good, and I'll try to speak on this right now. I didn't plan on this, so I'm actually going into my bag to find my notepad because I'm going to share 10 pricing secrets with you that I learned from uh, Madi Woodward. Madi Woodward on Instagram, right? Took his course, uh, his 10 pricing secret courses on his course, and I'm going to give you the 10 pricing secrets, but I won't give you like all the, you know, the meat and potatoes that come along with that. You're going to have to take his course for that, but I'm going to give you this. And this has helped me. I wish I would have took this course many years ago, right? So this is how you're going to price your offer correctly according to your market. So you want to price your offer based on what it's worth to your customers. Ooh, I just moved the camera. All right, so I'm back. <laughs> I moved the camera. I kicked the tripod. There's a lot going on, but I'm back. All right, so number two, price your offer relative to what it costs you to fulfill it, right? It's similar to what we were just talking about. How much is it costing me and my team to execute? Right? So how much does it cost you to fulfill your service? Right? Number three, price your offer based on the usability slash durability of it. Right? Four, price your offer based on your customer's buying cycle. Five, price your offer relative to the perceived status that accompanies it. Right? What is the perception of this product? An iPhone, for example, is a perceived, perceived as a luxury product. It's not an iPhone, it's a case. I'm using my iPhone to record this. So if you're watching this, I have a case in my hand. But um, what's the perceived value of the offer, of the product, right? What's the perceived value of it? What's the perceived status? So price your offer based off according to the perceived status of it. You can do that. Number six. Price your offer relative to the rate of your time. Most of us have no idea how much it costs or how much our time costs, right? You had a job or you have a job and you know what your job pays you, right? That's what your job considers you as. They consider you $20 an hour, $17 an hour, whatever it may be, that's how much your job thinks your time is. But how much does it cost for you to use your time to execute your service. So do the math on that, right? So me personally, my time right now is $150 per hour. That's how much time it costs me to do tasks. When I'm charging people, I base it off of that number at minimum, 150 per hour for me to execute on things, right? Number seven, 
Price your offer according to your relationship with your client. Is this client a great client? Do you guys have a relationship? Do you know him? Do you not? Right. What is it? What is it? What's your what's your relationship? So you can base it off of that too. Number eight, price your offer based on your competitive advantage. What is your advantage? Come on now. Number nine, price your offer with a bundle benefit added in. Number 10, this last one, number 10, price your offer based on psychological factors. All right, so that's Madi Woodward, please. Madi, don't sue me. I just wanted to put those 10 things out. No information by Anna. I don't want to give any structural details of the course, but please take Madi Woodward's course. I promise you this guy is a wizard. He is a genius, a genius, a genius, a genius. So check him out, Madi Woodward on Instagram. Follow him. Uh, buy his courses. Uh, those courses might not even be available. I don't know, but you want to see what he offers because whatever he has to offer, it's good. So check it out. Um, I want to share that. But yeah, those are pricing seekers, right? So it's all going back to quality over quantity, right? With those pricing secrets, I'm able to create a price that we're able to charge that makes sense for us and makes sense for the market. And we're able to have less clients more value, right? Have less clients, add more value, and at the same time, increase the, uh, I guess, the, the value of my team, right? I can, we can choose to have peace <laughs> as an agency rather than uh, destruction and chaos when you have so many clients and you don't know what to do. So that's it, quality over quantity. So do some self-examination, look at yourself, look at your business, What's going on here? How many clients do we have? Do we need all these clients? What are our offers? What's our pricing? Look at it all, do some math, structure it, hire an accountant, hire a bookkeeper if you need it. Reach out to Danny, shoot me a DM if you want Danny's information. I'll shoot it to you, he's a very helpful guy. So uh, yeah, if that's it, uh, nothing more. Guess what, we're out. Peace, blessings, cheers. Mm -hmm.